Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the spiritual homegirl, and we are on episode 300. A milestone has been hit. I am so happy to say that after six years, I have 300 episodes, official episodes. The number is close to like 315. I did go on a um, a streak of mini episodes after my grandfather passed five years ago. And those episodes, I cannot find them. <laughs> I don't know what happened to them. Um, so I don't know. They'll pop up. Maybe they won't. But um, I just want to kick it with y'all and just savor this moment. And before I do so, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friend. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts out there in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears for the last six years and 300 episodes. And I appreciate it from the depths of my soul. So one thing that I have learned on this podcasting journey well, I learned a few things. Maybe I can make that episode about this. So what I've learned is number one, consistency really is key. I did a podcast marathon um, last year and I podcasted for like 89 days, 90 days, 98 days, one of those days. I podcasted for a lot and I really learned a lot about myself as well as this process while doing so. It's been a blessing to be able to connect with people all over the world, if only for one episode, you know, like it's just been such a blessing and an honor for people to choose the Spiritual Homegirl podcast to listen to. Um, you know, it's one thing I always said I always wanted to positively impact one person, just one. And to be able to have hundreds of thousands of downloads per year consistently has been such a blessing for me. And I know that it's nowhere to go but up as long as I stay consistent. And even though some of you may not be podcasting, y'all might be doing other things in your life that might be frustrating. And sometimes you may take a break. And I'm definitely here to tell you, do what you have to do. But if this is something you really want to do, do it. Some people have the capacity to do something every single day. Some people have the capacity to do something every few days. Every week, every two weeks, every three weeks, every month. And as long as you're consistent, you're bound to see something change, something grow. And um, I just wanted to reinforce that point with that. Also, one thing I can say, though, that has saved me and has spared me so much unnecessary grief is that I never did it for the numbers. The numbers were always the icing on the cake. The primary message was to stay on mission with why I even started Spiritual Homegirl. And for Spiritual Homegirl to start in this way, in this format, as a podcast and to branch out to something more has been such a blessing. But again, I never sought out to do it for numbers. And I think that has kept me grounded in my mission to where I didn't get lost about social media engagement numbers and, you know, my podcasting numbers, even to a degree, like, you know, just not having these numerical goals for myself, because sometimes, especially for my creators, we will get so caught up in the metrics, the numerical goals of what we want and how to measure it, that we think that if those numbers aren't being met, that it somehow negates the potency um, of our message or even our purpose in what we're doing. And I'm here to say I am living proof that 
you know, you can still build something awesome as long as you stay mission driven first and then numbers and everything else um, sideways. There's certain things that you just can't hustle. Sometimes you really have to stick around and build. And I remember when I first started learning about, you know, building things. And I remember being told by an expert, you're going to have to give this five to seven years. If I remember correctly, that might have been AJ Joyner. Shout out to AJ Joyner. I think AJ told me that. And I was like, five to seven years? Are you serious? That's that's a long time. But then I realized these six years went by quick. <laughs> so if you are in year two, if you are in year four, if you are in year five, if you're in year, you know, even if you're in your first six months, you haven't even quite hit your year zero. You're on day three. If this is something you really want to do, stick with it. Commit. Commit to the process. Go all in. If this is really what you want to do and pivot accordingly. My vision for spiritual homegirl was not this big. I'm not even going to front. It was big, but it wasn't this big and it wasn't this clear. It was clear, but I got to the point where I was able to fine tune it and get very niche down with who exactly I wanted to reach and how big I wanted to go and, and stuff like that. I always had an idea, but as things continue to evolve, I had to pivot. I had to structure. If you would have told me in 2016 that I would be going to school because of the work that I do with Spiritual Homegirl, I would have believed you because I always wanted to go back to school and get my master's. But I still would have been like, eh. So to know that things can go so far if you just stick with it and trust the process, that has been such a comforting reaffirmation for me. So just commit. You never know. And just trust the process. Roll with the with the turns and the in the circles. And you might end up low-key doing a full spin, being like, damn, I'm in the same spot. But you know, but you stopped. <laughs> so now it's time to kind of figure out what direction to go in now. If you should move at all. This has been such a growing process, not only professionally, but personally. And it's just been such an honor. Also, you know what I'm gonna say next. Protect your stuff. Because people steal, people colonize, and it's not a Eurocentric thing. People that's quote unquote of color do it too. I learned this the hard way. I had people that was in my community and other communities that were not white that literally was still in my name and was daring me to do something about it. So that's one thing I did learn that was a hard truth is that, you know, just because y'all are not non-white don't mean that it's automatic solidarity. That was a hard lesson I learned with Spiritual Homegirl. What you thought this episode was going to be nothing but love and light and rosy stuff no i learned some hard lessons too i learned lawyers are expensive <laughs> okay lawyers cost all right shout out to jamisha big mish morgan she's an attorney shout out to tia tia crosby another attorney terrell esq another attorney jared miller another attorney i've learned a lot from attorneys and um i've just been really grateful <laughs> to have the bread to pay for um, but yeah, please trademark your stuff, copyright your items, please, please, please. And do not be afraid to defend what you own. If you are a spiritual person and you happen to run a business, whether it is in the spiritual um, industry or not, never be afraid to go into quote unquote 3D territory to protect your stuff. 
There's so many different laws out here and everybody wants to separate. Oh, human law, spiritual law. Yeah, no, no. The way I look at it is it works together. So absolutely. I'm going to protect my business spiritually. I'm going to protect my person spiritually. I'm going to protect my loved one spiritually, but I'm also going to hire an attorney to get what I need done. I'm also going to put other things in, in, in play to make sure that I'm protected. So there's nothing wrong with merging the two because ultimately our spirit and human experience are not separated right now. They're happening at the same time. So there's nothing wrong with exploring options here in the human world as well as the spiritual world. Another thing I learned is to keep your hands clean. One thing I can say is the times that I did call out people on my platform, I try my best to not do it in a petty girl, mean girl kind of way. Um, Most times, if I ever called out anybody on this platform, it was because they were being a mean person. It was just so evil spirited, I had to speak up. Most times, other people kind of rock and do what they do. But some of the phrasing of some of these ideologies were so toxic and so problematic. My conscience would not let me sit by and let it happen. Um, and if you've been around long enough, you know exactly some of the people I'm talking about. But um, as, as easy as it could have been to use my platform for mess, which would have been covering a lot of topics, petty beefs between spiritual folks, you know, like a gossip blog would do. I probably would have been way more further than I am now way more popular than I am now but do I want to build my platform on mess do I want to muddle up my mission with mess the answer for me was no so I watched a lot of stuff happen and I was like you know what that just is what that is and you know cool um you know like it ain't cool really you know but ain't my business either so I always kind of stayed out the way and Again, for those that are kind of wondering if you should switch up your messaging, please understand the world thrives on mess. From politics to celebrity gossip, the world loves it. The world loves escapism. To be involved in something that's messy that ain't got nothing to do with you is probably a good feeling for a lot of people because that's something that they don't have to deal with that directly affects and involves them, their livelihood, their safety, their peace of mind, none of that. And, you know, everything has its place. But at the same time, you know, building, when you build your platform on mess, it's kind of hard to rebrand. You got to rebrand and take some real time to do that. Also, you have to kind of look at your credibility, whether people going to deal with you or not, knowing that you used to be messy and now you're preaching righteousness. Now people are like, why should I listen to you? You was messy as hell about three years ago or you was messy as hell a year ago. Can I say it's possible or impossible? It is possible. But just keep in mind that once you make certain moves with whatever you're building, you got to stand in that and you got to stand in that long after it's over. So that's just something to keep in mind. I'm not saying be perfect. None of us are. I damn sure ain't. But be solid in whatever you do. The minute you start exploiting other people for personal gain, you've now put yourself out there to be exploited as well. I mean, that's in general, but it's definitely when it comes to mess. So not to mention, you know, you don't keep rack up enemies, too. And who got time for that? But also never take advice from somebody who ain't doing what you doing on the level of how you want to do it. Now, this could low key translate through different industries. Some people are megastars at what they do, whether you know them or not, whether they're blue checked up or not. 
some people can have different industries, but have skills and insight that can transfer over to what you're doing. But those people that ain't never did anything, anything remotely close to what you're doing, I would reconsider taking their word as law, taking their opinion as law, taking their opinion as something you should follow. Sometimes people are comfortable being comfortable and sometimes people are comfortable being mediocre. I'm not saying that 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 they're terrible people. I'm just saying that some people are okay living a regular one of the meal kind of life. And that's okay. But if you're a person that's not of that cloth, you asking a mediocre person how to be extravagant and superstarish to what you want to do. I don't know if that advice is going to land with you. And also some people are scared of success. So they might project those fears onto you. Or some folks are jealous. They don't want you surpassing them because they're comfortable being mediocre and having everyone around them be mediocre. So why would they give you advice for you to be better than them? You're not looking at it that way, but some folks are weird like that. Some folks have self-esteem issues like that to where they just want to make sure that nobody does better than them, even if they don't feel like doing better themselves. So vetting your advice and sitting with it for a minute before making a move is is something I would I would low key um consider. Another thing I learned is all elders ain't good elders. Some elders are just elders. And I want to reaffirm that because it had been a while since I had came into contact with elders, but because of the work that I do, I've I've been kind of interacting with a lot of and this is not a professional sense by the way this is in a community sense i was fortunate to come across many people seemingly like hundreds thousands of people over the last six years and there were some elders that were dope some living some not and then there were some a, a select few not even that many probably no more than i can count on my on one hand and there were some that were olders and elders clothing they they meant well, but their actions weren't matching. They they probably you know I, I mean I like to give people the benefit of the doubt at least in that situation um, with those folks I like to give them all the benefit of the doubt. But there are also some that will literally use you for an agenda. I've seen that happen as well. Um, I've seen folks literally mobilize young people into pushing an agenda that was less about those people and their benefit and more about those older folks' agenda over stuff that had nothing to do with them, over stuff that was decades before them, and it was not cool. It's one thing to mentor younger people, and it's one thing to want an older person to mentor you. But please be very clear of their agenda and whether it's able to be shared publicly. Everybody's agendas don't align, and everybody's agendas are not beneficial or mutually beneficial, I should say. And I don't want anybody being taken advantage of in the name of spirituality, in the name of community building, in the name of learning, personal development, none of that. So please, if your gut tells you they're not solid, don't ignore that. Please, please don't. Please don't. And um, value yourself accordingly. I learned from being a person who had no intentions on kind of being a businesswoman outright with spiritual homegirl to kind of branching out and then having to adjust a lot of my pricing and having to really be clear about my worth and my value 
and my expertise and my credentials and putting some respect on that. Um, I realized that at this point, there's no other option for me. So whatever people thought spiritual homegirl was beforehand, um, things have changed. Things have changed a lot. And whether it's my personal coaching clients, whether it's my membership, you know, whether it's it's my workshops, things have changed. And, you know, I'm of the mindset of if you have it, you invest in what is important to you. And I realized that I needed to invest in myself. So I did. So my pricing has to reflect that. I refuse to disrespect myself. In the name of appearing a certain way. I have so many different outlets to share with folks. And I think at this stage, or I know at this stage of the game, I'm pretty fair with myself. And I have no qualms and no regrets about that. I know how I'm rolling. I have a great combination of experiential you know in terms of experiential knowledge and credentials and education and you know training I have a very good mix of that and it's only right that I present myself accordingly and that's what I've had to learn so you know again I have free options. I got the podcast. I got paid options. I got the membership. I got coaching. Well, um, personal coaching, which is a bit more intensive. And it definitely costs. Um, I have other products like in the homegirl shop, you know, so I have different things for different price points. And I'm okay with that. And for those that are building something, you just got to trust it and adjust accordingly. But one thing I will say is to never disrespect yourself ever. Because what I notice is once you get known as, as something publicly, you got to really fight to change the perception. Like if you didn't know me for selling things, all you thought was I was a social media page and a podcast, you would never know. And you have to get loud. And that's another thing I learned. Getting loud with it is also mandatory. And some days I felt like being loud. Some days I didn't. Because, you know, I'd be tired. <laughs> like, I'd be like, okay, well, I'll talk about that later. I just want to talk about something that's not business related. But while pivoting, I said, you know, come 2023, I'm going to be even louder about what I have to offer. But I just wanted to give myself a break after doing school and work for two years straight, nonstop. I was like, I'm just going to give myself some time to decompress. And I'll revisit this at the end of Gregorian 2022. And now that we are at the end of Gregorian 2022, I am well rested in that regard to where it's like, you know what? It's time for the new phase. So the new phase of Spiritual Homegirl has already started and you'll see the changes sooner than later. But but definitely being loud about who you are and what you have to offer is important. So those are some of the things that I've learned over six years and 300 official episodes with Spiritual Homegirl. Um, so, yeah, don't forget the Inner Peace Posse, my membership off app membership is going up i'm really excited but i don't mean going up in price i mean going up like you know it's it's dope and i'm really excited to debut some new stuff january of 2023 and if you want to join you can definitely go to innerpeaceposse.com or click the link in my show notes like i've been warning y'all once i 
reboot. I will be reducing my social media time. Uh, my DMs will, won't be as open. They already ain't that open now as it is, but my DMs will be definitely reduced more like on autopilot. And I'll also be having some of my posts on autopilot to kind of, you know, just talk about what I got going on and things like that. I mean, if you've been following me for a while, you kind of know what direction it's heading in. It's just going to stay in that direction. So if you want to connect with me off social media, off podcasts, airwaves, if you want to pick my brain for things, homegirl hours, go to pop-up events, challenges, etc. Um, you can definitely sign up for the Inner Peace Posse membership community. Really excited. Or, you know, if you want to hit the one-off events too, I'm going to let you know. The one-off events are going to cost more than the membership to the Posse. So it will make more sense to just join the Posse where all of those events are included in your membership for no additional cost. But you might want to do that, boo friends, sooner than later because I'm going to close the doors at some point and then nurture them, the people that's there. And then, I'll, you know, when it's time, I'll reopen it. So I'm letting y'all know now, do not sleep, okay? All right, y'all, this has been another episode, episode 300 of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast, 300 in. Ooh, that feel good. 300, we here, baby. Anyway, my name is Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. I'm going to go celebrate. And remember, trust the journey, trust yourself. And whatever you do, do it with love, even if it's building something from the ground up. Love y'all. Peace.